please join in singing our entrance hymn, Do Not Be Afraid. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. A very warm welcome to morning mass here at St. Bride's Church in Cambus Lang, which is, of course, the funeral mass for the repose of the soul of Edward Jackson. We welcome uh, to church uh, his family members who are here with us. We welcome Leslie and Lorne and Frank, and we remember uh, very much Harriet and uh, Sean, who are still in Canada, and uh, grandchildren as well, uh, but who will be very much united with us today. We welcome also uh, Kathleen and Johnny and Frankie and Patricia and Margaret and Billy, and all the family members who are here with us, and all, of course, family friends too. Today, as we think of Edward, we think of a man who was very accomplished in his life, uh, had many blessings in his life as well, And today we want to celebrate uh, that life that he was given and the many good things that he did in his life. As we begin our Mass then, we call to mind our sins in the hope of God's mercy and love. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. 
O God, Almighty Father, our faith professes that your Son died and rose again. Mercifully grant that through this mystery, your servant Edward, who has fallen asleep in Christ, may rejoice to rise again through him, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the Book of Wisdom. The souls of the virtuous are in the hands of God. No torment shall ever touch them. In the eyes of the unwise, they did appear to die. Their going looked like a disaster. They're leaving us like an annihilation. But they are in peace. If if they experienced punishment as men see it, their hope was rich with immortality. Slight was their affliction, great will their blessings be. God has put them to the test and proved them worthy to be with him. He has tested them like gold in a furnace and accepted them as a holocaust. When the time comes for his visitation, they will shine out. As sparks run through the stubble, so will they. They shall judge nations, rule over peoples, and the Lord will be their king forever. They who trust in him will understand the truth. Those who are faithful will live with him in love. For grace and mercy await those he has chosen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
This is a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. With God on our side, who can be against us? Since God did not spare his own son, but gave him up to benefit all of us. We may be certain then, after such a gift, that he will not refuse anything that he can give us. Could anyone accuse those that God has chosen? When God acquits, could anyone condemn? Could Christ Jesus? No. He not only died for us, he rose from the dead. And there, at God's right hand, he stands and he pleads for us. Nothing, therefore, can come between us and the love of Christ. Even if we are troubled or worried or being persecuted or lacking food or clothes or being threatened or even attacked, these are the trials through which we triumph by the power of him who loved us. For I am certain of this, neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nothing that exists, nothing still to come, not any power or height or depth, nor any created thing can ever come between us and the love of Christ. The love that God made visible through Christ, our our Lord. This is the word of the Lord.
The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus spoke this parable to his disciples. The kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were sensible. The foolish ones did take their lamps, but they brought no oil, whereas the sensible ones took flasks of oil as well as their lamps. And the bridegroom was late, and they all grew drowsy and fell asleep. But at midnight there was a cry, The bridegroom is here, go out and meet him. At this, all those bridesmaids woke up and trimmed their lamps, and the foolish ones said to the sensible ones, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But they replied, There may, be, may not be enough for us and for you. You had better go to those who sell it and buy some for yourselves. And they had gone off to buy it when the bridegroom arrived. Those who were ready went in with him to the wedding hall, and the door was closed. The other bridesmaids arrived later. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, I tell you solemnly, I do not know you. So stay awake, because you do not know either the day or the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. It's a true saying that you never know what the new day will bring. That thought comes to mind today. No one could ever expected that that new day as it began, that Edward would be discovered having passed away at his home. Things were just as normal, people doing things that they would normally have done. But as it turned out, the day itself was to be different. In the course of the day, Edward was discovered by family members to have passed away quietly and peacefully at home. This sad news was speedily uh, communicated to family, family here in Scotland, but also in Canada too, to Harriet, their sons and daughters, and the grandchildren. An ordinary day was to turn out Not to be an ordinary day, but a great day of great sadness for family members and friends of Edward. We are reminded in this that a moment can change everything, that life can change in a single moment. A day can change everything. No one is really prepared in the end. But the Gospel of today's Mass asks us to prepare as best as we can for the Lord will come at the unexpected hour, knock at the door when we least expect it, call for us when life seems normal and there's nothing to concern us. When that day comes, we hope to be prepared. The sadness of Edward's death comes as another sadness for this family. It's only a short time since his own brother Richie, Richie's death, It's hard to think of 
two brothers passing away in such a short space of time, the pain of the loss of two brothers in such a short space of time is very painful indeed. Today at the funeral mass, we are reminded of several things. The readings remind us that throughout our life, that we are assured of the love of God. St. Paul says, nothing can come between us and the love of God. No angel, no prince, nothing still to come. Nothing can come between us and the love of God. Those words give us confidence to walk through life in the knowledge that God is indeed with us, near us, and all around us. And the readings today also remind us that for everyone, there has to be the end of the journey, but in the end of the journey, that God will always be there too, and that we are always in his hands. These words remind us that we never walk alone, that the mercy and love of God is always with us in life and in death. In the last years of his life, as you know, Edward returned here to Scotland, having lived most of his adult life in Canada. He went there as a young man, married and raised a family. And that gives us some impression of the kind of man that he was, especially in those young days, to leave everything behind and to make a new life in a new country and a new place. Edward was born and brought up in this parish and in this town. He lived in the Caledonian circuit with his parents and brothers and sisters, seven brothers, three sisters. You can imagine that he, that, that house must have been a very busy house with all of those people living in it. He had great parents, Patrick and Catherine, whom he was very devoted to. Even when they passed away, his love and devotion to them was not diminished. He attended St Bride's Primary School here in the parish and Our Lady's High School in Motherwell. Like many of the young men of his own day, he left school at an early age for work, working at the local TV shop, Stepic, and he was to deliver to the family their first TV into the family home. How amazing that must have been. How different it is from now when there is a a TV in every room and as the young people will tell us that they're on every mobile phone as well. Always good with his hands and having a sharp mind, he went into the fire protection industry. It was in 1966, at the young age of 18, that he left for Canada to begin his life there. Just a year later, he was to meet his future wife, Harriet. They were to have four children, Leslie, Lorne, Sean and Frank. For both himself and his wife, these children, young people, adults now, were the apple of their eye. He was a kind and thoughtful father. He was proud of each of them, what they achieved, and the good people that they have turned out to be. It was a great joy for him, especially in these last years, to see the grandchildren uh, born and growing up as well, Nick and Aidan and Brendan and Claire and Keegan and Connor. 
and on visits uh, back and forth to Canada, the great pleasure and joy of seeing these young people once again grow up, for they were his pride and his joy. All through his working life, he was extremely hard-working. He ran a very successful fire protection business. It was hard and demanding work, but he was always conscientious and reliable in anything that he set out to do. Health problems in later life caused him to finish his working life, and it was then that he returned to Canvas Lang to return here to live in a home here, and then eventually in a small apartment flat in the main street, just off the main street. Edward himself was always a kindly man, a man of good humour, a man also with an ability to tell a good story. He loved his own football team of Celtic and followed it even when he was many miles away in Canada. Family here and in Canada have been much concerned of his health and they had everything to support him and care for him over the years. I'm sure that he was deeply appreciative of the love and care that was shown for him always. All of his family and friends here, but also in Canada and elsewhere, are sad that his, now, his life has now ended. In the end, life always seems too short. There always seems more to be done. There always seems more to achieve. But we know always that there's a moment in which the gift has to be returned to the one who gave it to us in the first place. When that day comes, when that hour arrives, we hope that we are ready and that we have much to show for the gift that has been given to us. There is always something missing when someone leaves our life. We can sense the emptiness today in this family and we can sense the space that his life itself has made. But today is a day not of sadness, but it's a day to count blessings of many good memories of a good and kindly man that meant everything to very many people. At the end, we say to Edward, rest in peace. After your good and long life, rest in peace. After your many kindnesses, rest in peace. After the labours of your life, rest in peace. After all you've done and achieved, rest in peace. Let us come to our loving Father, asking him to give eternal rest to the departed and comfort and hope to the living. For the family of the church, that we may grow in faith in the power of Jesus over death. 
We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. <clears throat> For the leaders of nations, that they may promote your peace in the world. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For our family, gathered here today to celebrate Eddie's life, that our grief may be tempered by your gift of peace. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Peace be with you was on Jesus' lips on many occasions throughout his life on earth. We pray that his peace will be with those of Eddie's family who can't be here today, Harriet, Sean, and Eddie's grandchildren. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For Eddie, who sleeps in the Lord, that the peace we all crave be his in abundance. We pray to the Lord. In silent prayer, let us remember our own personal needs, intentions, and memories of Eddie. God of our salvation, you reward the just and console those who mourn. Hear our prayers in the name of your risen Son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated. Our offertory hymn is All That I Am. Stand. 
and pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. As we humbly present to you these offerings, O Lord, for the salvation of your servant Edward, we beseech your mercy that he who did not doubt your son to be a loving saviour may find in him a most merciful judge. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Amen. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's, it's truly right and just in our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, for even though by our own fault we perish, yet by your compassion and your grace, when seized by death according to our sins, we are redeemed through Christ's great victory and with him called back into life. And so with the powers of heaven, we worship you constantly on earth and before you without end we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the cut chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Remember your servant Edward, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that he who is united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. Amen. 
pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. <coughs> and now let's offer one another a sign of peace and unity. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. communion hymn is I watch the sunrise Cool. 
Let us pray. Lord our God, whose Son left us in the sacrament of his body, food for the journey, mercifully grant the strengthened by it, our dear brother may come to the eternal table of Christ. We ask this through Christ our Lord.